Grace be unto you in peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for our consideration this fourth Sunday in Lent is written for us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I want to read it for us again as we consider it this morning. St. Paul writes, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. We regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have a firm foundation in Christ who has made us new creatures. We are a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away and the new has come. Help us to see that our identity is in Christ with this new creation. That we can say no to sin and walk freely and faithfully in Christ. Lord, we pray that you would sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Dear fellow redeemed, St. Paul in our text says that we are new creation. Those who are in Christ are a new creation. When we think about creation, our minds might already go back to Genesis chapter 1 when God used his word and created all things. And when he created all things, According to his word, things were perfect. Things were good. And they worked according to its design, its identity. When God created the sun, it shone light. God created the the land and the sea. There it was, doing its thing as God had designed it. Then all these things created, perfectly good, doing according to its, and how God designed it. But then something happened. Sin crept into the world through the fall of Adam and Eve. And sin tore away this foundation of how things were supposed to be. And it caused evil to come into the world. And so things don't work as they were created to be anymore. We see a lot of this in the world around us today. Lots of evil, not only in natural disasters, but in humanity's own evil against one another. Things are not working as they are designed and created to be because of sin. We see it right away with Adam and Eve's kids. They lost their identity in God And we're already at odds against each other, with Cain killing his brother. 
the foundation has been torn away. In our gospel text this morning, we see one who has been with the Father, the Son being with the Father all these years, but thinking his identity is somewhere else, out in the world, that he could use these blessings that God has given him and use it for his own purposes, his own way. But we see what happens to him. He ends up eating with the pigs, laying and living with them. We see it all the time, even after the first exodus of God's people in Israel out of Egypt, going into the promised land. What do they do over and over again? They want to be like the world. They want a king because all the nations around them have a king, not trusting in God and losing their identity as God's people. How often do we lose our identity in Christ because we're so focused on the world around us. We lose that foundation that God has given us in Christ. I kind of think of it as it's that game, I think it's called Jenga, where you build up the tower and you take piece after piece after piece. The world is attacking you all the time, trying to take those pieces out, making your foundation a little bit more wobbly until finally it could take out that final piece and your identity is totally ruined. And we try to find it in all sorts of other things. We try to find it in ourselves. And so we become narcissistic and selfish because after all, we are our own gods. We try to find it in other people, in friendships, but we find out that they only let us down. We try to find it in politics to figure out that they too are human and sinful. And our identity is continuing to further and further ourselves from Christ. Where are we trying to find our identity? And lots of times when we lose that identity, our lives begin to crumble. We become more depressed, more anxious more thinking about the self than the other, more thinking about self than serving Christ. Because our foundation is no longer there. It reminds me of the parable that Christ spoke about those, the two guys who built their foundations, one on sand and one on the rock. When our foundation is not in Christ, we will topple over and fall and be crushed. Because we're hoping in the wrong thing putting our trust in the wrong thing. But God, in Christ, has made you a new creation. We were once dead in sin, having no foundation at all, lost in this world of evil. But God came and sent his Son into the world, living out his law perfectly and dying on the cross, and giving that righteousness that we didn't deserve through our baptisms, cleansing us. It's like the picture of the prodigal son here in, our, in the gospel text. When he comes back home and says, I don't deserve your mercy, your grace, what does the father do? He puts on that special robe. 
The father no longer sees this boy's filth, his sin, but he sees this perfect robe. This is what Christ does for you as well. Sometimes we do lose a few pieces in our foundation because we're out in the world trying to find our identity when our identity is actually in Christ. But Christ comes to you and washes you through repentance and absolution. And he clothes you with that perfect robe. And he did it in your baptism. Everything that Christ did in his life, fulfilling the law of God, dying on the cross, what he won for us on the cross is given to you in your baptisms. His righteousness is now yours through faith. So we have a new identity. In this text, Paul's talking about he's made us a new creation, reconciling us unto God. To be reconciled, sometimes the initial picture I got was an accounting picture. Since it was taxis and I was just talking to my tax guy. It's not an accounting trick. It's not just moving a few numbers over here or over there. But Christ has made you a new creation through the washing of the water. In Titus 3.5, this is the washing of regeneration, making you new. Or in John 3, when Jesus talks to Nicodemus, being born again through the waters. We are a new creation. In the beginning of the text, it says, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. Early on, his disciples had a limited view of Christ, of only according to his human nature. They didn't realize what he could do in its fullest, not until after his resurrection, realizing that he is the Lord. He is God Almighty who died and won our salvation for us. So they regard him no longer according to this limited way. And because we are in Christ, we too regard no one according to the flesh, that is, according to their sin. For they too are a new creation in Christ. We are no better than they, but we are all one in Christ because of what he has done. And this is our ministry as a church of the body of Christ and of pastors, the ministry of reconciliation, of letting those there out there know, especially if you know someone who's struggling with purpose and identity, help them find it in Christ because that's what they were created for, created to be with Christ. That's why they struggle so much with purpose and identity because they're trying to find it somewhere else rather than in Christ. This is our great message of the gospel, that Christ reconciled us to God by making us a new creation. And you are his new creation. Amen.